the Ambitious Radio Network. Conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders. Are you an entrepreneur, startup junkie, or just someone interested in improving their leadership skills? If you're looking to be motivated, inspired, and uncover what it takes to get to the next level, listening to Ambitious Radio will be well worth the investment of your time. We have weekly engaging conversations with today's most influential thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they discuss their successes, failures, tipping points, and other priceless information that you can apply immediately after listening. And welcome to the show. Good to have you right here. It is Ambitious Radio, hosted by our friend Doug Parker, talking about entrepreneurship and leadership while interviewing interesting people and what makes them ambitious. Now, you know, the show wouldn't be possible without our sponsors, Grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. You know, most of the time, small business owners need to personally guarantee any loans that their companies take out. That can be kind of tough to do if you have credit issues. So if you have less than perfect credit, go to RepairMyCreditNow.com for a free credit report evaluation. RepairMyCreditNow.com. Doug, what do we have going on today? Today, guys, we have... Uh, someone that is really, really interesting. Um, she was introduced to me by one of our other guests from the show, uh, Mike Chafin, and um, it has really been uh, quite an experience as I was researching for the show. So um, we've got uh, Lachlan Johnson on the show, and after she first uh, appeared on Shark Tank at 12 years old with her younger brother um, with a company called Flipouts, uh, she has uh, now grown up. She's 21 years old, and she has uh, quite the entrepreneurial experience. Uh, she has sold her first company, exited that in 2003, and now has launched two other companies with her little brother, Jake, as a business partner. And those two companies are Trepology and Bow Up. Lachlan, welcome to the show, ma'am. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Well, I am as well, and, and I always like to have different dynamics on the show, and you definitely have something significantly different uh, because you're such a, a young entrepreneur, even at this point at 21, but when you rewind it back to 12, um, I'd love to hear more about that experience at, you know, here in a few minutes, but let's talk a little bit about who you are, where you're from, you know, growing up, and how did you become this entrepreneur that you are today? Yeah, totally. So it's actually a pretty funny story of how we came up with our first product at 12 years old, right? But first, um, I'm now 21 years old, finally, right? Um, as of like two weeks ago. But um, I'm from Davidson, North Carolina, which is a super, super tiny town. Our claim to fame is Steph Curry. He went to Davidson College, if anybody follows um, pro basketball. So yay, Steph. But yeah, so I grew up in tiny town, Davidson, North Carolina. I went to a super small private school. My graduating class was nine people. So we Whoa. were, yeah, right, super tiny. So um, it was like my very best friends in the world. We went through all of middle school and high school together. And then we were like, holy cow, I mean, I'm graduating. What next? Where do I go? What do I do? Um, and I actually ended up at St. Louis University. So now I live in St. Louis, Missouri, which is amazing because it's such an incredibly entrepreneurial community here that I found. So I absolutely adore St. Louis. Um, so yeah, I'm studying entrepreneurship at St. Louis University and I'm hoping that after senior year, I'm going to be able to step into one of my companies full time and be an entrepreneur for the rest of my life. Cool. That's exciting stuff. Now, let's talk a little bit about the first company. So, you know, you uh, first were on Shark Tank. Would that have been in like, uh, what year was that when you first were on Shark Tank? It was in 2010. So okay. we, I was actually about 15 years old when we went on the show, but we created the company when I was 12. So there was a gotcha. couple years, yeah, a couple years between um, the creation of the company and actually getting to the point we were able to appear on Shark Tank. Okay, very good. And and what did that transition look like? Because, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, and, and one thing that we always want to, you know, kind of highlight is your experiences, both good and bad, just so we can kind of learn from those and, and our, our listeners can, um, you know, figure out where do you go from here. And sometimes folks just have an idea, they just jump out there and they just want to do something, but they don't start necessarily with the end in mind. So you said you worked on it for a few years, then you went on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so how did that transition uh, go from 2013? I was from 2010 to 2013. You know, working uh, with uh, with Damon John and, and and actually, you know, doing the exit. How did that? How did that work? Yeah, it was a pretty insane process. Um, so, rewinding a little bit, um, 
we, like I said a little bit earlier, I was 12 years old and my little brother Jake, who is my business partner, he was eight years old when we started this company. Um, so we went through the whole phase of, holy cow, I can't do this, what are we doing? All the way working it through the point where we hustled for a few years and got it on Shark Tank and made the deal with three sharks um, and then Damon John became really our mentor. He was the one that we worked with the most closely. Um, and there were so many failures. I mean, entrepreneurship is like a string of failures working up to the point where you finally feel like you've become successful and you've done something noteworthy. So um, one of the biggest failures that we love to talk about was um, we actually went to the FAO Schwartz toy auditions. So um, before, it was actually right before Shark Tank. Um, FAO Schwartz does toy auditions where if you have a cool product, they open their doors for you and you're allowed to present your idea for a toy to the higher ups in the company. Um, and if they like your toy, then they put you on the shelves and the, all the FAO Schwartz stores and you know that's really what you feel like is your successful point. Um, so we got super excited. We flew up to New York City and did the toy auditions. They like rolled out the red carpet throughout the store and all the employees lined the carpet and were clapping and we were like, holy cow, this is so cool. Our little like what, like 13, 14 at that point. So we did the auditions. We talked to the higher-ups in FAO Schwartz about our toy flip-outs, um, and they loved it. They were like, this is so cool, you guys. Like, we're going to put this on every shelf and every store, and it's going to be gonna be great. So we went home and did our little happy dance. We're like, holy cow, like, this actually happened. That wasn't so bad. That was pretty easy. Cool. Entrepreneurship. Woo! And then we never heard from them again. So we were like, well, all right, they don't like the product, so what if nobody else likes the product? It didn't work, our company is awful, we gotta give up, um, the end. And then we realized, you know what? Entrep entrepreneurship is about failure. It's about failing forward and realizing that you know a million doors are going to be slammed in your face before you get that one golden opportunity where someone says, yes, I understand what you're doing, I understand the vision, let's make it happen. So we kept pushing forward and that's when uh, we ended up on Shark Tank. So after the FAO Schwartz thing <laughs> made us depressed, we were like, let's go for it. So we applied for Shark Tank and got on. Um, and Damon John came on as the mentor in the end. And he's the one that really helped us from during the transition, from the small company run out of our garage, ultimately, um, into finding a manufacturer out of South Carolina, making the product, getting the product in over 300 retail stores nationwide, getting in Toys R Us and Hallmark, and really, um, really making it so that we were able to understand what entrepreneurship is all about. Unfortunately, throughout the entire flip-outs process, Myself and my younger brother were both minors, and I have an older sister too, who was um, definitely part of the process, but um, we were all minors. So we weren't able to be as involved in the process as we wanted to be. So the entire, um, we, were, we were the more creative team. So it was absolutely our company, and we were the face of the company and the brains behind the company kind of driving the ship, figuring out you know where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do. But from a legal standpoint, we weren't able to be very involved. So our parents, thankfully, were super supportive and kind of took on that um, lead role um, working with um, all the banks and legal stuff, making our exit and transitioning through that period. So once we made our exit in 2013, we sold the company um, to a toy company up in New York City who was actually merging with another toy company. So Omega and Wild Creations kind of merged to become Wild Craze. Um, they are still in that process. It's become kind of complicated. Um, so Flipouts has not yet been rolled out um, in the, the way that we talked about when, when we sold the company. But um, again, we, we, it's been an, Flipouts was the learning process. It was the first time that we were exposed to entrepreneurships, the, the failures, the successes, the, the long transition periods that really got us hooked on entrepreneurship. And after making that exit, we decided we really loved it and wanted to create something else to continue our journey. You know, that's uh, that's real exciting. And so through that process, uh, it sounds like that, you know, that there was the exit and then the, the new companies have merged together. But maybe are you kind of alluding to you haven't kind of realized maybe all the potential financial side of it just yet? Is that kind of what you're getting at? Exactly, yes. Okay, so the, gotcha. the deal we made um, was in stock in the new company, so could be worth nothing, could be worth a whole lot. We aren't really sure yet. So the biggest takeaway that we're taking from the entire flip-outs process 
is the entrepreneurial skills that we learned that are taking us forward to our future endeavors. You know, that's so important. And if you're listening, guys, I mean, this is someone that, you know, on Shark Tank thought that, you know, they may have just struck, you know, hit, hit the, uh, uh, gold mine, if you will, with with FAO Schwartz in the beginning, and then Shark Tank, and then you fast forward, you know, all these years later, and the reality is it hasn't quite been realized the cash side of it. However, you've learned so many valuable lessons and things that you can do with entrepreneurship in the future, and you've already planted some new seeds. So, uh, you know, people talk about failing fast and different things, but the reality is the only way you fail is if you don't learn anything through that process, and it sounds like you have learned a tremendous amount uh, during this process, and, and so um, that's really great stuff. So let me ask you this. What, what's one of your favorite quotes? My favorite quote, it's funny, it actually comes from my dad. Something my dad said to me, Back when I was the, the, the little 12-year-old thinking, what the heck are we doing? I can't start a toy company. I'm 12 years old. I don't know anything about business. Um, and my dad said to us, why not you? Those simple three words I feel like really changed my life. It really changed my outlook um, on the way I view life and view opportunities. So him saying, why not you? Why not take the risk and take the chance and throw everything you have into what you want to become and what you want your future to look like and just see what happens, right? So because luckily we started when we were young, so we didn't really have too much to lose at that point because we were still um, under our parents' wings, so to say. But we, we really said, why not you? Why not us? Why not be the first kids to appear on Shark Tank? Why not start a toy company before you even enter high school, right? So I think why not you? Um, and viewing it personally, why not me, has opened so many doors for me moving forward because I'm really saying, what am I going to lose in taking the risk, right? Why would I sit back and say, oh, I can't go do that. Oh, I can't, I can't go accomplish that. I can't go do this. When you could say, why not go accomplish those things? I found that the biggest barrier between where I am now and where I want to be is myself saying that, no, you, you can't do that. So I think if I'm taking the word can't out of my vocabulary, and that's something I encourage everyone else to do as well, just don't think about, um, oh, I can't do this, and instead think, why not? Man, that is unbelievable. All this wisdom coming out of a 21-year-old <laughs> young lady. Great information. And, and guys, if you like what you're hearing, you can always go back to ambitiousradio.com. All the content there will, that we're discussing will put on the site, and you can go back and reference it on the show notes page. And tune in after the break for a when we have a brief word from our sponsors. We'll be talking more to Lachlan Johnson about her career pursuits and her experience of becoming an ambitious entrepreneur right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. It's that time again, summertime. Kids are out of school, running around, having fun in the sun, leaving the doors open, trying to air condition the entire neighborhood. I just got my first electric bill of the summer and it is double what it was a few months ago. I can't wait for these kids to go back to school. Tired of paying outrageous electricity bills? Would you like to get a significant discount or get free electricity? Go to freeelectricitydfw.com to compare our rates. Many of our clients are saving anywhere from 15 to 20%. We also have a referral program that allows you to earn free electricity. You cannot beat free cents per kilowatt. Switch and save with freeelectricitydfw.com. That's freeelectricitydfw.com. We offer free energy credits to customers who refer and activate 15 or more qualified customers for our electricity service and are not past due on their bill. To get your free energy credit, your customers must be referred through your free customer gathering website. See freeelectricitydfw.com for more details. As we get back into the show, let's give a shout out to our great sponsors, all3reports.com. That's all, the number three reports with an S.com. You know, many people check their credit every three to five years when they're financing a home or maybe when they're purchasing a new vehicle, but if there is an issue, it could be too late to do anything about it. So go to all3reports.com to find out more. Speaking of a new vehicle, a wise person once said, lease what depreciates, buy what appreciates. So go to Autoflex Leasing. They offer a better way to lease your next car. America's largest independent leasing company is Autoflex Leasing. Doug? 
All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and today we're talking to Lachlan Johnson, and she survived the shark tank, actually got investors to invest in her business. The sharks uh, negotiated, fought over it a little bit, and now she has uh, successfully exited that business and has two other businesses, businesses, Trepology and Bow Up, and Bow Up is B-E-A. U-X. So there's some kind of a Cajun or, or French influence on in that. How, where did that come from? Yeah, so it's just the Southern way. Um, I'm from North Carolina and South Carolina. We've moved back and forth. So I kind of claim the Carolinas. So we, we just wanted to keep that Southern feel in the company. It's also, um, it kind of has a double meaning also. We're using bow up um, as kind of a command to bow up and put on your bow tie. Not only any bow tie, but the special bow up bow ties. Gotcha, gotcha. Always um, kind of pitching there. I love that. That's a sign of a true entrepreneur. So this is fantastic information. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about these businesses. So, um, you know, Bow Up, you said, is, is bow ties. And then yeah. Trepology, I think that's uh, where, uh, you know, where, where Mike was kind of, uh, Mike Chafin, like I said, one of our previous guests. That's how, how we connected with one another. But is that the, the gamification of entrepreneurship? Is that is that where that, is that what you're doing with that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So through this entrepreneurial journey, I really realized that entrepreneurial skills are truly life skills that everyone, every student needs to have before they enter, you know, the real world, so to say. So things like effective communication, problem solving, innovation, they're all skills that employers can't outsource. So they're skills that everyone needs to have whether or not they want to become an entrepreneur. So in order to instill these skills in kids at a young age, we're gamifying the process to make them want to learn. Mm, that is fantastic. Now, are these pre-revenue, or are you guys actually uh, making money with them yet? They, they're they both pre-revenue. So we actually rolled out flip-outs um, in 2014, but it wasn't quite how we wanted it. So because flip-outs, um, we were minors, so we weren't completely involved. Our parents were kind of um, running the ship on that one. We decided that for Bow Up, my little brother and I wanted to do it completely ourselves. So we didn't want any investment from our parents. Obviously, we need their guidance. Um, but we really want it to be our own entrepreneurial journey this time. So we did it completely ourselves. Um, we made our own website. We found a manufacturer ourselves to make our bow ties. Um, and we kind of realized that we jumped the ship a little bit. Um, we kind of um, opened our doors a little bit too early. Our product wasn't quite how we wanted it. Um, so we brought everything back in, and we are actually, as of last week, we did um, our relaunch. So now we're hoping that Boop will really take off. Perfect. And, and so you say you did the relaunch. Now, how are you guys currently marketing that? Is it is it online, or are you going into retailers? What? How, how do you market it right now? Yep. Currently, it is all online at Boop.com, B-E-A-U-X-U-P.com. Um, but actually, I, I have to mention what bow up is because it's not your typical bow tie. So what we've done is actually cut the bow tie in half. So we manufacture bow tie halves, which connect on a unique clip which sits beneath your shirt collar. So guys can pick any two halves that we manufacture, any two colors, patterns, fabrics, connect them on the clip, and then tie it like a regular bow tie. So then what you're doing is the entire front half of the bow tie, so the entire bow is the first color pattern fabric, and then the shadowing back bow and center knot are the second. So it's a completely customizable option for guys. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Well, I'll have to go to bowup.com and check it out myself. I'm a bow tie guy. I don't wear those typically, but I may have to go get a couple and, and make it happen. Yeah, can hook you up. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. And then on the uh, the trepology now, um, is, is that uh, is there a functional site for that yet, or is that more in uh, you just kind of uh, have the idea right now and and it's not uh, not out there just yet? So a little bit of both. So um, trepology is actually a two part digital platform um, which teaches entrepreneurship to students. So the first part of the platform is more angled toward schools, toward schools and after school programs. Um, so the website is trep, T-R-E-P, dash, ology.com. Um, and there you'll find more of a curriculum content. So it's worksheets and bite-sized videos of students teaching students how to start and run their own companies. So that's the um, curriculum side, which we're marketing toward school programs and after-school programs. But the side that we're really excited about, we're most excited about moving forward, is the second part of the digital platform, which, like you said, is the gamification of entrepreneurship. And that is the part that is not yet 
um, completely figured out. I am the worst person when it comes to technology. So we're really um, looking for some nice app developers and some people that understand the technology world much, much better than myself because I know I could not do it. So we're kind of in that process now. We know what we want the mobile app to look like. We know that it's an avatar-based world where students can log on and play, working toward creating an entrepreneurial venture. So they can pick from four tracks, sports, food, entertainment, um, and animals. So they can pick their particular track, and each track has a specific end goal of creating an entrepreneurial enterprise. And the students must go on these tasks entrepreneurial tasks that they're given in the game in order to get the resources to achieve their goals. So we have the game kind of figured out. Um, we just are pre-revenue. We haven't launched the app quite yet. Cool. Well, you know, it's interesting that the the, uh, the guys that designed Words with the Friends, um, the Bettner brothers and um, and their cousin, they were from McKinney, Texas, which is where we're located. And so they uh, we had some some interaction with them over the years, and they ultimately sold their company to um, Zynga for something like fifty two million dollars. But um, yeah, but they have a lot of experience with that. So maybe I can connect you guys um, a little later and see if that's a project that that uh, that might be of interest to them. So it's all. Always yeah, interesting how these, yeah, how all these kind of connections come together. Absolutely. Well, so let me ask this: during this process, you've talked a little bit about, uh, you know, hey, we don't, we didn't know what we were doing. We're young and this, that, and the other. But what were some of the fears that you experienced as an entrepreneur? And then how did you kind of, uh, you know, process through them and progress along the way? Right. So the first fear, so to say, um, came from starting the first company, so flipouts. Um, when I was between 12 and 16 were the flip-out years. And that was really the fear of not being taken seriously. So we found ourselves going into, my little brother and I, um, found ourselves going into all these meetings with all big executives and all these adults. And we were, we were young. So walking into these big board meetings, into these amazingly successful companies, you know, the, the adults were looking around like, who, who am I talking to? Who is this meeting with? And we're like, hi, over here. That's us. Hello. So we kind of, we kind of had to overcome the fear of not being taken seriously. So we really realized that the way that you act is the way that you're going to be perceived. So we had to stop walking into business meetings fearful that we weren't going to be taken seriously and instead take charge of the situation, be confident, portray ourselves as the powerful entrepreneurs that we wanted to be, and we saw a 360 difference. Um, so that was awesome. And secondly, I found um, being a female entrepreneur, unfortunately, um, the past 10 years or so, I've seen a dramatic increase, which is awesome. But again, when we were getting started, being a female um, in business and even entrepreneurship itself um, was a little bit intimidating at first, trying to jump into the business world, which is um, fairly dominated by men. I'm trying to be a powerful CEO and run these two companies and really trying to figure out my place. But being in St. Louis um, has been so helpful, being around so many successful female entrepreneurs and so many successful females that own their own companies and are um, CEOs taking powerful positions. So it's really been a long process, but I finally feel like I am confident and I am happy with where I am today for sure. You know, I'm sure at college there's a, a different dynamic where in my mind, the first time we talked, I'm thinking, you know, you may be like a fish out of water. You're there, you're going to college, you're going to be a senior here in the fall. And, you know, how are you taken, um, you know, whenever you've got all these other, you know, quote unquote kids around you? I know you're an adult, but still a lot of young, young adults, I should say. So, you know, are you, is there a lot of other folks like you at school or are you like a little bit further down the tracks than some of the others with your entrepreneurial ventures? Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Um, I actually chose St. Louis University because their entrepreneurship program is one of the top 10 in the nation. So luckily, SLU does have an incredibly um, entrepreneurial student body. Well, not, not everyone, obviously, and pretty big school, but our entrepreneurship center is full of the same entrepreneurial-minded people that I've been surrounding myself with. So when I'm in the business school and when I'm taking my entrepreneurship classes, I'm really not a fish out of water because multiple other students have started their own companies too. There's actually a thing at SLU called the Diamonds in the Rough program, which is only for students that have started their own companies. And it's kind of an accelerator. Um, so they help us 
get connected to other, you know, power players in the St. Louis community. Um, and that's part of the way I got introduced to Mike Chafin, which has been an amazing business connection I'm so thankful for. Um, so yes, when I'm in the, the business setting at school, it's, it's very comfortable, very easygoing. They completely understand where I'm coming from and that I travel and have to miss some school and they, they work with me. They completely understand it's amazing. And some of the other aspects of school, um, you know, when I'm taking my gen ed classes and in my sorority, some people don't completely understand um, what, what exactly I'm doing. So some teachers, you know, I'm not excused from their classes for traveling for business. And, and that's been pretty rough to deal with. But um, I just have to, to keep remembering that the end goal when I graduate is to be a business person, is to be an entrepreneur. So I feel like that though I'm missing school for some days, if I'm doing it for the sake of business, I feel like I'm, I'm still on the right path. Well, that is great stuff for our ambitious listeners. And again, guys, if you like what you hear, pause right now. Take a minute. Let some other people know that you're enjoying this content. Uh, if you'd like other, if you'd like to be notified of other shows that are coming up, you can subscribe by texting the word "ambitious" to six nine nine two two. That's six nine nine two two. Standard messaging rates will apply. See the website for full details. After we hear. A brief word from our sponsors on this break. We'll get right back with Lachlan and hear more about what she's planning here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, Ambitious listeners, you hear us interviewing entrepreneurs all the time, and there's a common theme. They want to be more productive and improve their communication. As an ambitious entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. The Ambitious Radio Network recently partnered with Grasshopper to offer our listeners a special discount. Log on to ambitiousradio.com and click on the Grasshopper banner in the bottom right-hand corner. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Sound professional with a main greeting and multiple extensions that forwards callers to your mobile phone or others in your organization. Get a toll-free free number or local number for your business with multiple extensions. Set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world. Get your voicemails emailed to you as an audio attachment or transcribe an email. Keep business calls separate from your personal calls. Plans start at $12 a month with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember to click on the Grasshopper banner at ambitiousradio.com for a special discount for our listeners. Join the over 150,000 small business owners that have stayed connected with Grasshopper. See how Grasshopper works? It's the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn the world into your office. Back in here on the show, it's Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, are you thinking of expanding your business but don't want to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a new phone system? Consider grasshopper.com. You get to keep your existing number, you have multiple extensions, voicemails transcribed, and no new hardware. Grasshopper.com is the entrepreneur's phone system. Let's get back to the show with Doug Parker. All right, welcome back to the Ambitious Radio Network, and today we're talking to Lachlan Johnson with Trepology and Bo Up on Ambitious Radio. So let's talk real quick. What are you doing? What's next? What do you envision the next maybe three to five years, young lady? So I'm graduating from college next year. I'm starting my senior year in the fall, and after I graduate, ideally, I would like to step into one of these two companies. Um, I'll still be running both of them, but hopefully at least one of them will be at the point where I can work full time and and sustain myself, you know, not live off of ramen noodles and Easy Mac. Um, so hopefully um, in the next couple years, even in the next couple months, um, both of these companies will be taking off. And I'm, we're already, I'm already seeing tremendous traction um, with both companies, Trepology in particular. So I'm definitely excited about the next few months moving forward. Gotcha. And and on those companies, I know you mentioned that, you know, from your parents' perspective that you weren't looking for them to invest, you know, because you, you and your uh, brother were doing this on your own, if you will. However, um, are you seeking outside investments or do you kind of already have some of those things in place? I'm always seeking outside investments. I am completely open to any partners. Um, we're actually, for BOAP, we're actually currently seeking retail partners. We would love to be able um, to not only have e-commerce, but also be in some some stores as well. So we're definitely looking for partners there. And for Trepology, um, looking for partners there as well. Um, like I said earlier, I am not a technology person at all. So um, we really need to, we're looking to bring someone to the team that can help us out in that area, that knows, that understands technology, the, the building of the app and the website, and really getting really getting that part launched off the ground. 
And do you envision that being, you know, you talk about these apps and different things, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of old school um, when it comes to video games and stuff. So um, I, I don't play video games anymore, but when I was a kid, you know, it's like the, you know, the Nintendos and those kind of things. So of nowadays, yeah, nowadays these, these apps are, um, you know, they're on your phone. You know, the people play video games right. on their phones and iPads and those kind of things. So do you envision it being like a console type game or it being more of an app on a phone type game? You know, we, we played with a bunch of different options um, and really came down to the mobile app is where we want to be. So I think we look, we look, initially we looked at it being completely online. So the entire world being on trepology.com and, and really merging the school curriculum and the game. And so, but, but we realized that, that the apps are really where the future is moving toward. And there are so many amazing things that technology is creating and moving forward. There's, it's constantly innovation in the technology area. So we really want to be a platform that can continue to change as technology changes and as the market changes, we want to be able to keep up with what people want. And we feel like that with an app, not only can kids log on and play wherever they are and continue to play, um, you know, bring their trepology world with them on the move, but that we'll be able to, to update and change and, and constantly, you know, keep kids interested in learning the entrepreneurial skills that we're offering. Sure. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, let's talk about this because you've got a lot of energy and, 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 you know, you obviously get business. There's no doubt in my mind that you're going to be super successful and just knock it out of the park probably Fingers multiple crossed. times. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about. But, you know, is that something that or are your parents entrepreneurial or was it something that somehow you just got the, the bug? And, and you mentioned an older sister, but then you and your little brother are the ones that are kind of doing these businesses, it seems. Has she decided that entrepreneurship is not for her? Yeah, so my older sister, she is very much into musical theater. She's an actress. She's a singer-songwriter. She's so talented. She's completely amazing. Um, but the business world is not quite her cup of tea. So while she was involved in flip-outs with us because she was there, um, she really brought the self-expression aspect to flip-outs. Um, I brought the more physical product aspect, and Jake brought the trading and tracking aspect. So all three of us did combine our own ideas into creating flipouts. But then moving forward, after my sister kind of um, worked with Damon and saw the transition making our exit, she kind of stepped back and said, "You know what, guys? I'm gonna I'm gonna move to New York and do the actress thing." So we're we're trying to bring her back in. We keep like begging her, you know, bring the the musical side and the the artistic side into trepology. So there is some some potential work with bringing her back into trepology, but business, yeah, she decided that's not really her thing. So me and little brother Jake all the way. You got it. Now, you mentioned Damon, so let's talk about that a little bit. What has that experience been like? Because there are people that would pay who knows how much money to be able to uh, you know eat a lunch with the guy, much less have him you know uh, invest in your initial deal in Shark Tank and then uh, you know still be able to stay in touch. So is he involved in any way in these new businesses? He is. Um, so when we sold the company, we sold Flipouts with the help of Damon John, and then we said, you know what, Jake and I, we want to jump back into entrepreneurship. We went to Damon and said, what do we do? We don't have any ideas. We don't really know where to start. What should we do? And he actually sent us to his Damon John Academy. Um, and there, it was there that we worked with him, worked with people, um, and kind of came up with the bow up idea. So it was actually Jake. He, you know, bow ties are coming back in a huge way. But him and all of his friends couldn't find bow ties that really fit what they wanted. Right, so no one wants to grandpa when they're wearing a bow tie. It's not the Poindexter, you know, little nerdy bow tie look that we're going for. They wanted young and hip and cool and fresh. So Jake actually started cutting up his own bow ties um, and sewing them together to make his own thing. And it was at the Damon John Academy that we said, you know what, that is a great idea. Let's make that into the company that we're going to run with. So Damon, Damon was um, kind of influential in launching that second company. So he, he's not an investor. Um, he, we don't work with him on a, a regular basis. So he's not, um, I wouldn't say he's completely involved in these companies, but we do have all this information. And he is an amazingly supportive man so that anytime we have a question or we need 
we, we need advice or we want to know if he has connections to certain people that we want to work with, we can send him an email, shoot him a text and be like, hey, Damon, you know, we, is there anything you can help us out with in this department? And he responds within 24 hours, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, imagine that guy's listening out there. Uh, hey, I'm just going to send a text to Damon John and just see, uh, you know, get his advice on something. You know, what right. a resource that you have. And, and I can tell that you uh, you respect him and, and, and really know what you've got there. Um, so on this Damon John Academy, I, I have not, uh, I'm not aware of that. So is it a is it for people of all ages? Is it for youth? What, what, tell me a little bit about that. It is. Yep. It's for people of all ages. Um, you pay um, a fee and then you get to work with his creative people, his, the, the, the team for the academy, and they help you kind of figure out what it is that, which direction you should be heading. So I think most people go to the academy with an idea in mind, and then the, the team kind of help you figure out what, like, if you need to narrow your focus or, you know, if you need to define your product a little bit more, and then send you off with, you know, which direction you need to be heading to take your company and make it successful. Gotcha. And, and is it something where you uh, attend in person or is it is it correspondent? Where's where it located? Yep, you attend in person. I believe, um, I was just in Florida, I want to say, is where we went. But yeah, I, I believe they're doing them all over. So that's definitely a good resource. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll do a little bit of research on that again. We'll put that on the show notes as well because these resources, you know, there's so many things out there and you just don't know what you don't know sometimes. So great right. information, great information. So um, ambitious times here. That's all I can say. So <laughs> after we hear a brief word from our sponsor, we'll be discussing more with Lachlan what she does to recharge her ambitious body, mind, and spirit right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. start shopping for a car, you go in thinking that this time you're really going to get a great deal. Then the haggling starts. You have to fence with a salesman over the price, then verbally joust with a finance manager over the interest rate and all the extras they want to sell you. By the time you get out of there, you're glad to have escaped with your watch and rings. Stop the insanity. There's a better way. And that's to lease your next car from Autoflex Leasing. Call the leasing specialist at Autoflex and you'll find that getting your next car can be fast, easy, and fun. Your Autoflex specialist leases all makes and models, both new and used. They'll also pick up your trade-in for an appraisal and deliver your new car to your home or office. Imagine leasing your next car and never having to go to a dealer. Happens every day at Autoflex Leasing. To see for yourself, call Autoflex today at 817-972-234-1234 or reach them at autoflex.com. Autoflex Leasing, a better way to lease your next car. And we're back in here on the show. It's Ambitious Radio Network, recharging the ambitious mind, body, and spirit, made possible by RepairMyCreditNow.com. You know, having bad credit can be really draining. It's okay to not be okay as long as you're on the road to being okay. Let RepairMyCreditNow.com help get you back on track. You know, many of our ambitious listeners prefer to listen to books as opposed to reading them. Now, with that, we've teamed up with Audible.com to offer you one free audiobook. Just go to AmbitiousRadio.com, click on the Audible banner on the page to find out more. Back to the show now with Doug Parker. All right, guys, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and today we've got Lachlan Johnson. She is a successful entrepreneur, a Shark Tank survivor. Welcome back to the show, ma'am. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, loving it. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right, so let's talk about this real quick. I know that you're hard charging. You've been doing this since really for since an early, early age, uh, running multiple businesses, have started three businesses now, going to college, making it happen. So whenever you kind of start running out of juice, what do you do to recharge? I really take a step back. So especially working with your little brother, which as you can imagine has its moments, <laughs> um, we found it's really important to separate work and business and really, you know, life, right? So because, well, now that I'm in college, it's become a little bit easier to step back. But when I was in high school living at home, stepping back isn't that easy. When you see your business partner, you know, every single time you're in your house, you can't walk into the kitchen and grab a snack without seeing the business partner and being like, oh, crap, well, what do we do about this? What do we do about this? So really, in order to recharge, I have to completely unplug and step away from step away from all business-related, work-related things and go go lay by the pool, go do some yoga, go hang out with my sorority sisters and, and really just completely detox from the business world. 
you know that that's good advice and and sometimes as business owners and entrepreneurs you know we look at stuff and 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 you're you want to get stuff accomplished and so you're head down trying to make it happen grinding it out because that's how you know people are when they're entrepreneurial that's why they're doing what they're doing but taking that step back can be very valuable just to unplug a little bit i like your analogy there maybe it's yoga maybe it's go by the pool maybe it's take a walk whatever but you just unplug totally and then you come back with a different a different focus and, and a lot of times those those answers can come to you in that time of re- relaxation so that's that's great stuff now let's talk about things that that may drain you or things that may fill you um, what is what is one of the things about entre- being an entrepreneur that just sucks the life out of you I think like you said a minute ago, there is always something that you can be doing. You can always be sending emails. You can always be finding new contacts. For us, a big part of Bow Up is that we recycle long neckties. So we're taking vintage long neckties and upcycling that silk to turn it into bow tie halves. So I'm constantly thinking, you know, what if there's some amazing vintage silk right down the road and and this thrift store or this cool little boutique that I could be, I could be looking at, I can be buying, I can be doing so many things. Um, I think that my entrepreneurial minds in general are constantly running with things that you could be doing that you should be doing and you really have to force yourself to push pause, take a step back and say, you know what, those can wait until another day. That's good. That's real good. Now, what about things that fill you? What's one of your favorite things to do? And it doesn't have to be at all business related, but just that you just do it and it just fills you full of joy. <laughs> food. Completely food. So I guess fills me in more ways, more ways than one. But um, I love trying new restaurants and trying new foods, new types of foods, you know, going to new places I haven't been before. So anytime I, I get a moment where I get stressed out, you know, I'll text some of my sorority sisters or my boyfriend and be like, hey, let's go try that new restaurant in the city or let's go, you know, drive 45 minutes away to try a little burger shack or whatever it may be. So I am obsessed with food. <laughs> cool. What's one of your favorite types of food or, or a favorite restaurant? Um, I, man, that is so hard. Oh my gosh. I think it's between Mexican and Italian for me. I love Mexican and Italian. Not together, gross, but <laughs> Mexican and Italian. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Mexican now. I'm, I'm here in Texas, so we, we have oh, we have gosh. Tex-Mex, which is a whole nother level here. What? So, Sounds Yep, awesome. it's good stuff, good stuff. All right, so let me ask you this. Where's your favorite place to vacation when you want to really unplug and, and just not do anything work-related for uh, for a season, maybe for a you know, few days or a week or so? Yeah, totally. That would be my mountain house. So we, back in North Carolina, um, we have a rustic old little mountain cabin which sits on a lake. So it's a Methodist retreat. Um, so it's like a church grounds retreat all around this beautiful lake. So it's really mostly um, around the lake. It's people, older people, elderly people that have retired to this Methodist church retreat grounds. And it is the most peaceful, quiet, beautiful place you can ever imagine. So I love to go I'll go up to our mountain house. It's like three hours from our home in North Carolina and about a nine-hour drive from me here in St. Louis. But I found that um, even last year, during my junior year at SLU, I, I think I drove to the mountain house like six or seven times just to completely be able to relax and surround myself with um, the peaceful quietness of being in the mountains and being on a lake and being you know, just out of, out of a city, being in the rustic little, little mountain town. Well, cool. Now that sounds that sounds really uh, just relaxing, and and the ability to unplug. I'm sure in the mountains uh, that your cell service and such is not quite as good as it is in the city. <laughs> right, right. Normally I would be complaining, but no, up there it is amazing. Cool. Now, what about rest? I mean, how much sleep does it take for the energetic Lachlan to keep it going all day long every day? Oh man, I I'd say about five hours on a good night. I I've kind of trained myself to be able to function on not a lot of sleep because I'll lay in bed and I'm sure every entrepreneur can say the same thing. As soon as your head hits the pillow, you're like, oh crap, I have so much stuff I need to do. So I'll find <laughs> myself in my bed on my laptop doing emails or sending a text to Jake being like, hey little bro, what, what do we need to do on the website? How are things looking? So I, unfortunately, I know I'm not supposed to be on technology in bed, but um, it's got to happen. So I, about <laughs> five hours, I think, makes me function. 
goodness. Now, uh, work-life balance, you know, so it sounds like, you know, um, on your first business, you really weren't able to, you know, work on it a day-to-day because you were a minor. Now you've been going to going to college and you've got these other businesses, but you do have work-life balance when it comes to schoolwork and other things. Uh, how, how do you balance those things out? I think it all comes down to prioritizing. Um, I find that while school is extremely important to me, I'm all about education, and that's part of the reason I'm trying to educate young students about entrepreneurship. But um, education is super important to me, but my future is business, and my passion is entrepreneurship. So I feel that though I may not make the dean's list every year, you know, I may have to make some sacrifices on some homework or some study time, I feel like if I am putting that time toward good use, if I'm making progress with my businesses, that I'm still doing something equally rewarding. So I think prioritizing my time and thinking, you know, do I do I really have to do, you know, an hour of math problems right now? Or could I be, you know, pushing forward trepology and pushing forward bow up and really building my future with these companies? So I think um, a lot of times business kind of wins out over certain areas of my schoolwork. But um, I think in the end, in the end, it's all pretty balanced. Gotcha. Now that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, and when it comes to if, if, if our listeners wanted to engage with you, we've got someone that maybe wants to be an investor or they got more you know, questions about your business uh, or your business is, I should say, businesses. How would they engage with you? What's the best way to uh, communicate? Probably by email. Um, you could always find me on LinkedIn. I've, got, I've met a lot of really cool people through LinkedIn messages, actually. Um, but I would say email. So my email address is Lachlan, L-A-C-H-L-A-N, at either bowup.com or trepology.com. Got it. And Lachlan is L-A-C-H-L-A-N? L- yep, L-A-C-H-L-A-N. Yes, indeed. And I'm actually um, I'm super excited about... Um, doing a potential speaking tour. So I'm getting really excited about doing more speaking and traveling to speak about these companies and, and educating young students as well as um, older people about, you know, kind of what, what we're doing and what other people can be doing and really sharing my story. So um, if anybody's looking for any speakers or anything, I'm totally down for that too. Cool. Yeah, I saw something. I think it might have been on LinkedIn that had you like in front of a TED Talk or something. Have you done one of those before? I did. I did TEDx Women. So I did a, um, a women's conference, which was a TED Talk. Yeah, and that was amazing. It was so much fun. Fantastic. Well, it's great to see you know the confidence that you have, and and just young people that are going out there making it happen in America. You know, this is this is one of the only countries in the world that we can do what we can do. You know how we do it. You know, it's it's just unbelievable yeah, so that true. a young person. Yeah, you can just jump out there and do it. Right, and that's what I encourage people to do. Why not you? Go for it. I love that. Well, that is great information. Now, if you could make one request of our audience, is there anything that you would like for them to go do? I would say don't let fear be a barrier. Um, definitely. I was I was in a, at a conference in California last weekend, and they showed a video um, where they asked a bunch of different people, what is keeping you from achieving your dreams? And more people said fear than anything else. So to all the listeners, do not let fear fear stand in your way. You are capable of anything you put your mind to. That is a great word from a young entrepreneur that is just knocking out of the park, and I can't wait to see where she is in the in the months and years to come. There is no doubt, superstar, super successful, and is going to make it happen. And a lot of this is already happening even before she got out of high school. Now, even before she gets <laughs> out of college, uh, what we, what we wouldn't do to be in your shoes, young lady. So great job. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Well, guys, if um, we want to definitely uh, give a thanks to our sponsors because we could not do it without them. Ambitious Radio uh, does everything it can to get great, entertaining guests. They give great information. And so um, entrepreneurs, small business owners are always looking for great resources. If they need a logo, website, go to 99designs. Connect with the world's greatest graphic artists and designers. Tune in on Wednesdays to Ambitious Radio where we interview thought leaders and exciting entrepreneurs changing the face of their organizations. Remember, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you cannot make both. So go out there and be ambitious. All right, guys, you thought the show was over? It's not. We've got a bonus round with Miss Lachlan. Thanks for taking a little bit of extra time out of your schedule, ma'am. 
Yeah, no problem. I'm so happy to be here. Cool. Let me ask you this. Um, what would a, a story maybe that your family might tell about you that just might not be out there uh, on, on the internet to, to research? Oh, man. I, there are so many embarrassing stories, which I would not want them to share. <laughs> but I think what they would probably say is that I have what they like to call hobby ADD. I, I feel like there is so much, like, so many different things that I, I'm into and I want to try out and just, and just spend my time, you know, figuring out new things, figuring out what I can be doing. So I've done, I was in pageants for a little while. I got a horse and was a barrel racer for a little while and rodeos and I, who knows what, I am all over the place. So they would definitely tell you about my hobby ADD. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now what, let me ask you, what would you say that, that you are world-class at? Oh man. That's a hard one. I think I would have to say I love encouraging people. Um, I love speaking to people and, you know, really telling them, um, encouraging them to overcome those fears and overcome those barriers and really, you know, figure out what it is that they want to be doing and helping them get to that point. I've had a lot of people come to me and, and my little brother um, and say, I have an idea for this product. What do I do with it? or I love to do this in my spare time, how can I make that into a business? Um, and really just playing with those, um, all those creative options of how you can take an idea and, and move it forward into, into a company and you know, just playing with, playing with a bunch of different things of helping people um, you know, turn their lives into what they want to, be, want to become. Okay, that's great. Investing in others, you know, Zig Ziglar used to say, if you help enough other people get what they want in life, you'll always have what you want. So I think so that's true. great. Yeah, absolutely. Very good stuff there. Now, um, you, you're you are a, a very young young lady. However, um, is there anything in the past five years that you have just changed your mind on? So you had one thought process about it four or five years ago, and now maybe you've kind of turned 180 degrees the other way. Yeah, um, I think about five years ago, I was a pretty one track mind kind of person. So I really thought um, that flip outs was going to be, we, that we were going to take it all the way and we were going to, um, you know, work with that and I would have that for the rest of my life. Um, I didn't really see the, the door open to all the potential opportunities that entrepreneurship brings. So I think initially when we were confronted with the option of making our exit, I was like, nope, I don't want to do that. I want to work this company and I want to see what we can do with it and where we can take it. And then I had to really reevaluate um, my, my way of thinking and, and realize that, you know, maybe we had taken it to the point where um, we had done as much as we could and it was really our best option to be able to make an exit. But then I would be able to, you know, jump back into entrepreneurship and find, and find you know, more, more things that I'm passionate about and more business opportunities. So my mind definitely changed from being um, very single-minded about having one company to being able to open the doors and now run two different companies. And who knows what's what's coming in the future. Sure. No, that's great stuff. Now, you, you talk about that a, a little bit about growing and some of the things you're doing. Is, is there anything specific that you're currently doing to grow? I know you're going to college right now, but are there other things outside of that? Um, yeah, I would say I'm, I'm constantly looking for new opportunities. So my eyes and my mind are open to anything that may be thrown my way. So I'm, I'm traveling a lot. I'm attending multiple different conferences. I'm speaking at multiple different conferences. And I always stick around after and meet everybody that is willing to talk to me. Um, I, I love talking to people and hearing what people um, have to say about advice for my own company um, or... Um, you know, or asking me questions about what I could potentially do for them. So I think, and by ways of personal development, I'm really looking forward to graduating college um, and then continuing to, to speak. I, I'm finding that um, the more that I'm working with Bow Up and the more I'm working with Trepology, I'm realizing that one of the parts I love the most is being able to travel around and speak to people about what we're doing and what we've learned in the process and what other people can take away from the things that I've learned and, and my crazy amount of failures, um, but also successes, which I've found to be um, very interesting. So yeah, so personal development, I, I love to um, travel and just keep my eyes open for every opportunity that comes my way. 
Very good, very good. Now, when it comes to behavioral change, you know, so there, there may be things over the uh, the last few years that you've just had to modify because you know you're, you're not the you haven't been the the average kid, you know, uh, right. or, or, or young adult. So, what's one of the behavioral changes that you're most proud of uh, being able to to augment, and what was that? I think that was being able to conduct myself professionally and really act like an adult, but not lose pieces of my childhood. So while I do, while I am running two companies um, and I am fully invested in the business world and making business deals and that whole entrepreneurial ecosystem, I'm still a kid or a young adult. And I feel like though um, I've kind of augmented my behavior to be able to be mature, I consider myself to be pretty mature for my age and be able to conduct myself professionally in business situations, I still know how to be in college and let loose and have fun and, you know, go go out and do fun things, you know, be be young. And even with my little brother, I found he's he's the same way. He's still in high school. And while he's also traveling all the time and, and focusing on business, he's still playing high school sports and he goes to the movies with his friends and, and I take advantage of all of that stuff too, just going out and going to the movies or like I said earlier, going to try new foods. So I think it's been um, a nice behavioral augment to be able to kind of um, look at my future and know that I need to conduct myself professionally and kind of switch my behavior to be to be able to be viewed as a young professional but at the same time still still be able to have fun and recognize that I'm I'm still young adult yeah that's great now what's one of the things that you would say one of the uh, um, personal habits that maybe has contributed most to your success I think um, man habits when I think of habits I only think of biting my nails which is not good but um (laughs) I think um, a, a productive habit would be that I, I always like to follow up with people, which I think has been part of the reason we're still in touch with Damon John, which has been awesome, um, which is part of the reason that I I was introduced and um, have been working with Mike Chafin and a bunch of other um, very successful individuals because um, while people do reach out and they say, hey, let's meet up, hey, let's talk, I always say, absolutely, yes, let's do it. And if that means canceling on my friends to be able to go meet with somebody or go um, whatever it may be, I'm, I'm very fortunate that they understand that business is a giant part of my life and that following up with people and being able to go and meet with people and spend time on the phone or sending emails um, has been extremely, extremely helpful. Very good, and, and we mentioned Mike a few times on the show here, and Mike uh, was on episode 19, so if you want to go tune in to that, you can absolutely go to Ambitious Radio, go to Mike Chafin, and he is on episode number 19. Well, I'll tell you what, Miss Lachlan, I am so thankful that you came on the show and actually did a, a bonus episode or a bonus segment <laughs> for us. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate you coming on the show. So much fun, yeah, anytime. Super happy to be here, for sure. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Radio Network, hosted by serial entrepreneur Doug Parker. Join us weekly as we have engaging conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders on topics that can be applied immediately after listening. Like what you've heard? Listen to other interviews at ambitiousradio.com or subscribe on iTunes.